Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Don Fight, Senior Priest of the Diocese of Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's glad to be with you here again. Yeah, it's great to have you here. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics. And uh, the question we're going to start with today is question 343. How does the church help us lead a good life? Well, Tim, I think we all know that uh, the church, the body of Christ, is a wonderful family. Uh, and in family, you got to get born first huh? uh, to be part of the family. Um, and um, in the church, uh, we are baptized into the body of Christ. So the church gives us life, the life of Christ, huh? the life of the Holy Spirit. It frees us from uh, sin. And we're going to talk about that later today a little bit, about some of the sins that we need to be watching out for uh, to avoid them. Uh, the church uh, helps us by uh, certainly speaking the word of Christ to us. Where would we hear the word if it wasn't from the church? In fact, I had the privilege once of serving at St. Benedict Parish in Canton, and I learned a lot about St. Benedict's, therefore, and that his monks uh, had such a love for the word of God that they dedicated themselves to copying it. You know, in, in long, long before there were printing presses, they would spend a lifetime writing one copy of the Bible for other people to have. Mm -hmm. And a tremendous love for the Word comes to us uh, through the church. And um, certainly uh, the sacraments themselves, uh, not just baptism, as I already mentioned, but uh, uh, to be able to, uh, to be built up again when you're sick, through anointing of the sick, to be uh, forgiven your sins uh, through sacrament of reconciliation, um, to be married in Christ. I mean, all seven of the sacraments, but most of all, what would the church be without Holy Eucharist? Huh? Uh, that we can have communion with Jesus, that we can take his own body and blood into our souls. And um, uh, so that sacrifice of Jesus becomes uh, part of our very life. Uh, and but besides the sacraments, I like to think that another great gift uh, the church gives me is inspiration. I love, Tim, to read about the saints, you know, and to mm -hmm. think about them and to hope that in some little way their life touches mine when I read about them and preach about them, uh, talk about them, uh, because the saints are the ones who we say, as the catechism says right here, they are the blazing fire uh, that has been kindled by all these other gifts of God, and they inspire us so much. So those are some of the things that the church helps us with. Wow, that was quite a mouthful, Father. Mm -hmm. You said quite a bit there. A uh, couple comments that I have. Um, one is, I too love learning about the lives of the saints. In fact, Franciscan Media, as well as uh, St. Raphael Bookstore here, mm -hmm. has a daily uh, saint of the day, and they're not always the same. Okay. And I, I learn about a lot of obscure saints that I've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of them led very ordinary lives, but 
their love for Christ was extraordinary. That's right. And and that allowed them to lead lives of holiness and faithfulness and uh, to follow Christ. Uh, the other thing that you said, and, and i got to chime in on this one, is the ability to receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist is such an honor and a privilege, and it's the one thing that really distinguishes the Catholic Church from all the other churches uh, that are in any town that we're in. We can receive Jesus truly, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. And as a Catholic, and uh, being in a state of grace, uh, I'm able to receive Jesus not just on uh, Sundays, but also during the week. And, and to me, that is what really gets me going and starting my day every day is receiving Jesus and being thankful for that and being able to pray for my family and friends. That's right. So those are... Uh, those are some of the things. So I, I too, I, I love the church, and, and I love our priests. It's really uh, amazing to me the sacrifices that you make. You give up having a family. You give, give up success in business, and you do it for the love of God and for the love of people like me to help us get to heaven. And uh, that's why I love all our, our priests. I give them always the benefit of the doubt. Some are better homilists than others, but that doesn't make any difference really. Mm -hmm. The fact that they serve God and serve the church and they administer the sacraments, in particular the Holy Eucharist and the Sacrament of Confession, which we get to receive uh, over and over again. Again, I, I really appreciate your yes to uh, God the Father and, and serving the church and serving me. And just uh, on the other side of that, uh, Tim, as a priest, uh, part of the church, the gift that I receive is the tremendous support and friendship of so many Catholic people that uh, just, I know that everything I'm doing, there's a lot of people praying for me every day by name. Uh, and mm -hmm. just, to, that's the church. We care for each other, we pray for each other, we support each other, we come to the rescue when that's needed. So it's mm -hmm. all part of it. When Barb asked me to uh, host the show about uh, three years ago, I had no idea, I didn't know any of the priests that I was gonna be doing the show with. And as we've done uh, over 200 shows that are archived at the website, livingbreadradio.com, uh, I've gotten to know you and so many other priests from the uh, Diocese of Youngstown, and I've really, really enjoyed not only doing the show and learning more about my faith, but getting to know you personally. It's been a real joy. That's, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, I think that's equally true, but we better take at least another question today, Tim. Okay, well, here, here's a biggie, and, and uh, I, wasn't, I didn't know the answer to this before we, we did today's show, and I couldn't, couldn't have answered it correctly. Question 345 asks, what are the five precepts of the church? All right, good question. Uh, these are not the only ones. There's lots of little ones, like how you get married, and you know, there's so many things, but uh, the five precepts mean the five major minimal responsibilities you have if you're going to be active in the church. Uh, when you hear them, you always say some of them will t you take for granted. Others say, well, is that all? <laughs> well, we want to make sure that everybody remains in the family, at least in these five ways. Number one, to attend Mass on Sunday and the Holy Days of Obligation. The church uh, in each country establishes a few days, like Christmas is a good example of an important one, mm -hmm. where we are obliged. Not just, it isn't a recommendation, it's not an encouragement, it's an obligation. We are to worship God on these days, but most of all Sunday. So to and that's how we do it by participating in the Holy Eucharist. Mm -hmm. So that's the first obligation we have, uh, and also to make sure that happens. The other side of that obligation is don't get involved in things that'll 
just take you away from going to Mass that are not necessary for you. Uh, sometimes people will say, well, I've, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. <laughs> they have this whole list of to-dos that are, some of them work. Um, you know, they, they could be done another day. Um, and so if they're not necessary for Sunday, they should be put aside so that we can keep Sunday as the day of the Lord. Uh, the second of those precepts would be that at least to make sure we're able to receive communion once a year, we have to also participate in the sacrament of reconciliation or penance at least once a year in preparation for that annual communion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now, if you're not in serious sin, that obligation would not be serious. It's, it's required if you're in serious sin to at least once a year come to the Lord through the church and say, Dear God, I am so sorry. Please forgive me and to receive the sacrament of mercy. Um, and then, of course, uh, that prepares us for the third uh, important precept, which is at least once a year uh, we should receive Holy Communion, the Holy Eucharist. We should participate in that, in the fullness of that sacrament. And it's called the Easter duty because for many, many years it's been said, let's do this during the Easter time at least. That's the time when the Lord died for us and rose for us and gave us the Last Supper. So at least during that time, which usually begins with Ash Wednesday in our country, we say it goes up through Trinity Sunday. So you got about a three-month period there to do it. But Pope John Paul II, he loved us so much, he says, you know, if you missed your Easter duty and you do it in October, that's your Easter duty. You know? <laughs> in other words, come back right away. When you f- realize that you've gotten away, please come back, and that'll fulfill that obligation. But come to it at least once a year, the Holy Eucharist. Fourth precept would be that there are certain times of the year, certain days, when we're asked to fast from the normal eating we do uh, to cut back in certain ways that are spelled out for us, uh, and then uh, days of abstinence when we don't eat meat. Uh, that's normally um, the Fridays of Lent, for example, and Ash Wednesday uh, would be days when we abstain from meat. These are time-honored ways of uh, disciplining myself uh, to offer a sacrifice to the Lord uh, in preparation for a big day like Easter that's coming. Um, And then the fifth precept is let's not forget that the church needs each one of us to give it support. Uh, The... the, um, the work of the church, the charities of the church, the schools of the church, the parishes of the church. Everything we do <laughs> does take money in one way or another mm-hmm. uh, to firm it up, to, to help it. So um, it's, it's one way of showing our love for the church is to contribute in whatever way we're able to, whether it's the, the two little you know, dimes of a, of a widow who has no more, as Jesus so commended her, or if we're able to really give well. And uh, we don't require, you don't see in the precept here, tithing mentioned by name, but certainly a, a, a sacrificial giving uh, as we're able to the church is something we should be doing. Okay. W- one question that I have, I know that uh, missing Mass on Sunday and Holy Days of Obligation is definitively uh, a mortal sin, uh, as described by the church in the catechism. But what about eating meat on, on uh, Fridays during Lent or even Good Friday? Is that necessarily a mortal sin? Um, it wouldn't be take the same level of seriousness, but it, it depends. If somebody just said, they, I don't care about the church. I don't care what the church asks of me. You could be getting into serious ground there if you were defying the church, so to speak, with almost a, an animosity or a hatred or a, you know, just uh, I don't care what those bishops want me to do. You know, uh, that could verge on mortal sin because you're actually denying the Lord. I mean, the, mm-hmm. it's the Church of Jesus that asks us this of us. And but uh, as far as actual little, you know, I missed uh, 
I forgot, I, I, I forgot to, to do this or that. Um, it wouldn't be the same degree of seriousness at all. Well, I've been asked that question by people who, uh, quite frankly, aren't even going to Sunday Mass, so they're not really yeah. practicing their faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes they were worried about the wrong things, because that's what is first. Great. Well, well, thank you, Father. We've been listening to Father uh, Don fight as we go through the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics, and we've been talking about the uh, minimal uh, major uh, precepts of the Church and what we have to do as uh, practicing Catholics. Uh, Just a reminder to our listeners that we have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived, and we are now podcasting all of the new shows. Uh, You can subscribe right now on our website at livingbreadradio.com. Go to the Programming tab and click on Faith with Father. Father, before we go, can we have a, a blessing, please? Surely. May the dear Lord bless us this day, wherever we're going to be. May the Lord be in our hearts Uh, Through the gifts of the Spirit, may we have wisdom to know what is the right thing to do. May we have love with which we do everything. Uh, May we have the constant faith, hope, and love that is so given to us by the dear Lord through his uh, sacraments that come through the church. In Jesus' name, I bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, may he go with you wherever you go today and always. Amen. Amen. Great, great blessing. We've been listening to Father Don fight as we discuss what we believe as Catholics on Faith with Father and Living Bread Radio. Until next time, God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.